Okay, great. For the record, it's uh, September 15th, 2022. I'm Phil Albrecht, hearing examiner for City of Kirkland. And we are here today to hear a code enforcement hearing. Uh, that's uh, file number COM22-00091 for Mr. Life, RD Homes, LLC, and Quick and Easy Concrete. Let me just start off by asking, um, you know, who we have here representing the parties. I see we have Quick and Easy there. Uh, sir, can you identify yourself for the record? Or ma'am, sorry. You'll have to unmute yourself though. Yeah, there you go. Oh, let's see. Okay, and then uh, do we have anyone here on behalf of RD Homes yet? And again, just be sure, uh, all of you are muted right now, so be sure to unmute yourself on your Zoom screen to let me know you're here. So we still don't have anybody here from uh, uh, RD Homes either. So, well, anyway. Um, this is Emily from Quick and Easy Concrete. Sorry, I didn't realize I was muted on there. I was muted on my phone. <laughs> Oh, okay, great. All right. Well, thank you for joining us, Emily. And what's your last Absolutely. name? Rock. R-O-C-K. Oh, okay, great. Thank you, Ms. Rock. Great. Perfect. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, Mr. Leifei, how do, you, how do you pronounce your last name, by the way? Is it Leifei? Leifei uh, Huang. Oh, Leifei Huang. Okay. Yes. Thank you, sir. Thank you for joining us today. Yeah. No problem. All right. So the, uh, the, the hearing format is specified in uh, Kirkland's hearing examiner rules of procedure for code enforcement appeals. According to those rules, the uh, city has the burden of proof, so they need to come forward with the evidence and, and prove the uh, violations listed in, in the uh, notice of civil violation. Um, so the, 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 the city has to go first and last, basically, because they have that burden. After the city's done with their presentation, I'll then move on to the parties that are in the uh, notice of civil violation. When we get to that point, I'll just, you know, I'll see if... Uh, which parties want to speak first, that kind of thing. We'll figure out the order at that time. Once the uh, parties listed in the notice of civil violation have had their say, I'll go back to uh, a city rebuttal, as well as any other uh, rebuttal evidence that the parties need to present. Now, by state law, I'm only allowed to consider evidence that's admitted into the record today. That would be composed of the testimony that's provided, and we're going to do that testimony under oath, as well as any exhibits admitted into the record. And I do know the uh, city submitted a staff report along with uh, several exhibits. And I'm gonna share my screen here to show what those are. Let's see here. Okay, let me make that, there we go. All right, so you should now see the uh, exhibit list on the staff report. It's on the last page, page five. As you can see, there are 17 documents there in addition to the staff report themselves. Do any parties object to their entering the record? And uh, now would not be the time to contest whether you agree or not with the, the uh, information in those exhibits. It's just the time to object on the basis of relevancy. You don't see them relevant to this proceeding or whether or not they're authentic. Uh, you know, there might be a, you know, if you believe there's a fake document in there, a fake deed or something of that nature. So are there any objections to the staff report and attachments one through 17 coming into the record? Okay, I'll admit all those. And now the uh, this I want to ask any of the parties listed in notice of civil violation. Did you intend on uh, presenting any documentary evidence today? Was there anyone uh, listed in notice of civil violation that wanted to present exhibits of any kind? All right, good. Yeah, because I did get. Uh, I think all the parties received an email yesterday from staff. I think it was yesterday objecting to uh, the submission of any additional exhibits because none were provided within the deadline specified by the pre-hearing order. And uh, I think I will actually that I'm listing the staff report and its attachments as exhibit one. I'm going to list the pre-hearing order as exhibit two. Let me share that one on the screen here so we all know what I'm talking about. Let's see where I put that. 
There we go. Okay, and this is a pre-hearing order all of you should have received uh, by email a few weeks ago. Any objections over the pre-hearing order coming in as Exhibit 2? Okay, hearing none, those are admitted as well. So get that in the record. Let's see, how do I stop the share? Huh. Hold on a second there. Sorry about this. Okay, I think that stopped the share. Okay, perfect. All right, so let's uh, move on. Who's going to be representing the staff in this hearing at this point? Oh, Ms. Sedlicek, you'll have to unmute yourself. I got the camera. I didn't get the yeah, microphone. <laughs> almost there. All right. Yeah, um, and, I will be representing the city. Okay, perfect. And just for information of all parties, all uh, testimony today will be subject to cross-examination. Um, so once Ms. Settlecheck is done with her testimony, I'll ask if any of the parties named in the uh, pre-hearing order would like to ask questions of Ms. Settlecheck over the testimony she just provided. And the same will apply to all the other persons who speak today. So let me swear in, Ms. Settlecheck. Do you swear firm to tell the truth, nothing but the truth in this proceeding? I do. Okay, great. Go ahead. Okay, let me share my screen. There we go. So this is for case number COM 22-00091 for a violation of the Kirkland Municipal Code, which regulates illicit discharges and connections into the public street and storm system. The subject property is located at 6518 backslash 6520. You can see in the GIS map, it has two separate addresses, which is why we included both of them. I believe the permit is under 6520. Uh, 102nd place Northeast, Kirkland, Washington, 98033, and is zoned RS 5.0. There's currently a permit issued for a single family home under BSF 21-00801. On Gen, oh, it's just skipped, sorry guys. There we go. On January 31st, 2022, the city received a report of petroleum, petroleum sheen coming from an active construction site for a single family home under permit BSF 21-00801. Public Works stormwater maintenance staff responded and observed a quick and easy concrete truck operator washing off mud along with an oil sheen into the street and gutter and into an unmapped catch basin in front of 6520 102nd place Northeast. There were large oil sheen spots covering the street where the concrete truck was parked that were tracked up and down 102nd place Northeast. These photos show um, the mud that had been washed into the street and gutter. You can see the sheen in the street. And then over here, there's more mud, more sheen. Chris Keel, Public Works Construction Inspector, also responded to the site and observed mud at the con construction entrance. The concrete truck had been washed off, which resulted in dirty water in the right-of-way. 
the concrete truck was also leaking oil or fuel on the street. Mr. Keel informed Ryan Deason with RD Homes, the listed contractor for the project of the issues and directed them to clean up the roadway. On February 16, 2022, the Surface Water Code Enforcement team met to discuss the illicit discharge and completed the surface water enforcement matrix. The following day, I received an email from Water Quality Program Coordinator, Ryan Murray Tuministo, stating that on January 31st, 2022, when the violation was observed, there was an illicit discharge into the municipal storm system. Ms. Tumisto requested that I send a notice of surface water fines to Mr. Lefai, RD Homes LLC, and Quick and Easy Concrete, which I did on March 9th, 2022. This illicit discharge was a violation of their permit conditions. Condition number 33, which is at the top of your screen, and was also on the approved plans under the erosion sedimentation control notes, number 32, which is at the bottom of your screen. The city is asking that Mr. Lefi and RD Homes be required to pay surface water fines in the amount of $833.34 and $833.33, respectively, within seven days of the hearing examiner's decision. We're also asking that they are required to pay $468.37 each for cost recovery within seven days of the hearing examiner's decision. The city is asking that Quick and Easy Concrete be required to pay $468.37 for cost recovery within seven days of the hearing examiner's decision. Their fine, uh, the fine for quick and easy concrete was waived as they had not yet been educated about stormwater pollution prevention and the city of Kirkland Municipal Code. We also ask that if fines and cost recovery are not paid, that Mr. Levi, RD Homes, and Quick and Easy Concrete each be assessed fines of $100 per day from the date of the hearing examiner's decision and to continue until fines and cost recovery have been paid in full. Okay. Thank you, Ms. Just that one quick question. You mentioned that uh, um, the, the contractor and the property owner had, had been educated about, uh, uh, you know, a, a prevention of stormwater discharges or illicit ones. How, how were they educated? Was that by the notices put on the plans? Is that what you're referring to? It is what I'm referring to. I don't, Ryan Marie is here, um, Ms. Tomisto. I don't know if there's any additional education that was provided. Oh, okay. Okay. And uh, can Ms. Mesto, can you maybe clarify that? Nope. Give me a minute. Give me a minute. I'm coming. Okay. Nope. I'm sorry. I'm here. <laughs> oh, thank you, Ms. Let me swear on the story's right hand. You swear firm, tell the truth, nothing but the truth in this proceeding? I do. Okay. All right. Yeah. Was there any other education beyond the uh, the notices placed on the on the plans for the project? No, the education is the plans that are oh. on the erosion control nights on the erosion control notes and the permit, yes. Okay, great, all right. And at this point now, like I said, we can move on to cross-examination. If any of the parties wish to ask questions of Ms. Settlecheck or Mr. Misto, announce your opportunity. Again, this is just questions pertaining to the testimony they provided. And I will also say, it looks like we have a representative of RD Homes that came in early on in Ms. Settlecheck's testimony. And sir, could you unmute yourself and identify yourself for the record? Yes, hi, my name is William Christopher Hopper, uh, representative for RD Homes. Sorry, I was in here in the beginning, but had trouble getting, I was in oh, as an attendee instead of a, the other, uh, a panelist. So oh, okay. Well, let me, I was um, listening and trying to get in, but. 
Yeah, well, I'll just tell you real quick what, what's happened so far. Simply, we got in the exhibits that the uh, city wanted to get into the record, their staff report and uh, attachments, which I believe you, you received a copy of. Yeah, we received, and then I was I saw the presentation of it. Okay, yeah, yeah. And uh, as I said, uh, you know, you will have an opportunity to, uh, you know, present your side as, as well as the other person's named in the notice of civil violation once the uh, uh, city's done with their presentation, which I think is pretty much it, right? And so check that was it with what you just presented. So, uh, and, and sir, what was your last name again? I, I didn't quite Hopper, H-O-P-P-E-R. Okay, and Mr. Hopper, did you have any questions of Ms. Settlecheck or Ms. Tomisto? Uh, no, my question was about the education, uh, but you guys already answered that. So okay, all right. And uh, Mr. Lufi, any any questions? Did you have any questions of of the city's witnesses? Uh, no question for the city. Okay. And then uh, uh, Ms. Rock, any questions? Is Ms. Rock still? I'm open. Okay, great. All right. All right, then we'll all move on then to the uh, um, the, the parties. And um, now, as I mentioned, you know there there was a pre-hearing order that said you had to list all your witnesses a week in advance and. Uh, the, uh, the parties didn't uh, identify any exhibits or witnesses. And, and I think that's because as far as I know, no one wants to present any exhibits on behalf of the parties in the notice of civil violation. I'll allow the parties themselves to testify, um, you know, as, as their own witnesses. If there are any additional witnesses you wanted to bring forward, uh, we'll have to discuss that, you know, but if it's just the parties, I'll let them speak. And since the uh, uh, you didn't list yourselves as, as witnesses a week ago, if, if something comes up in your testimony that's new to the city, I'll give the city time. If they need a week or something to respond, I'll, I'll give them that opportunity to get back on it. So um, let's see, uh, sir from RD Homes, did you want to start then on any comments you want to make at this point? Uh yeah, uh, oh, I'm I guess sorry. Let me swear in, though. Just raise your right hand. You swear firm to tell the truth, nothing but the truth in this proceeding. Yes. Okay. Great. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, yeah, we've gone over the presentation from the city, and uh, on the date, I do recall I was the one who Chris Keel contacted as well. Uh, I'm responsible for the site, and then uh, got over there and, and cleaned up what we could. I know you guys or the city got in there and cleaned their part ahead of time. Uh, so my part in this mainly was looking for the education, which I say you guys answered um, and looking for since that is our only, that was our only education and our non, uh, no violations in the past. We were hopefully looking for a little bit of leniency and, and maybe even getting the homeowner part off of it. Uh, that's where we kind of sit in position on this. Uh, Great, thank you, sir. Uh, any questions from the city? Ms. Settlecheck, any questions? Um, Ryan, can you clarify for me if they, was there a pre-con, would, would there have been a pre-con for this development? Um, I would, uh, I can Chris, answer that. thank you, Chris. Thank you, uh, Chris. No, no pre-con. We don't require a pre-con on the single family, just one single family. Okay, thank you. Yeah, so the the education would have, is in two places with regard to their permits. It's very clear with regard to illicit discharges and how the property or how the site um, with the proper BMPs in place and stuff. So I I um the what um, Mr. Hopper stated was that he he is responsible or he was responsible for the site, um, and that would include being responsible for the subcontractor sub on the site. So that would be my only response. Okay, all right. And actually, this is just time for questions, but but uh, uh, that's fine. Let's see, uh, Miss Miss uh, Rock, did you have any comments you wanted to make on your behalf? 
Uh, no, I do not. Um, I am aware um, a little bit of the situation. Unfortunately, our truck driver is uh, no longer with us um, for reasons and an old dispatcher. Um, so I am educated. I did look at the forms that were provided um, and I do have um, the city of Kirtland uh, storm maintenance available now. Um, so I am aware I am the new dispatcher. So I will be handling uh, all further um, jobs here. So um, thank you. Oh, <laughs> you answer. Sure, yeah. And Mr. Lefe, did you, was there anything you wanted to add at this point? Uh, yes, uh, I do have a well, comment. Well, I'm and then just uh, raise your right hand. You swear firm, tell the truth, nothing but the truth in this proceeding? I do. Okay, great. Go ahead. Great. Uh, so first, uh, uh, my last name is Huang. My oh, first then, yeah, name is Lefe. So, yeah, so, uh, yeah, we should have gotten that right. Yeah. Uh, no, no worries. So yeah, I agree with uh, Chris. Uh, so I, I'm a homeowner. Right, so I don't work with a quick and easy concrete, and I'm not involved in construction on a daily basis. So I don't tell them what to do and what not to do. So what happened was really not under my control. So I don't think the fine, the surface water fine makes sense to me. So I like to request the waiving the surface water fine for me as a homeowner because really I my role here, I, I don't I'm not in, involved in construction. Okay. Okay, fair enough. Ms. Edelcheck, any questions of Mr. Huang? Um, I don't have any questions. I have a response to that, but no questions. Okay, all right. I think, well, I guess now we are to the response portion. So uh, go ahead, Ms. Edelcheck. Um, My response would be simply to go back to 1.12020 um, in, in Kirkland Municipal Code, which is definitions. Um, N defines a responsible party as any person who is required by the applicable red regulation to comply therewith, or who commits any act or omission which is a civil violation or causes or permits a civil violation to occur or remain upon property in the city, and includes, but is not limited to owners, lessors, tenants, vendors, contractors, or other persons entitled to control, use, and or occupy the property where a civil violation occurs. That is why Mr. Huang is listed in this. He is technically a responsible party along with the contractor and the subcontractor. Okay, all right, thanks, Ms. Settlecheck. Okay, uh, does anyone else need to say anything before I wrap up the hearing this morning? It's pretty straightforward, it sounds like. Yeah, yeah, just one thing. So um, so then would his education, the homeowners fall under just a building set plan too? It would, Mr. Huang is listed okay. on the permit um, along true. with RD Homes, yes. Okay. And, and Mr. So, oh, sorry, go ahead, Mr. That's okay. So my, yeah, my leniency on a little bit is, uh, you know, with, with us being in Kirkland for quite a while and, and doing our best. And uh, I've been myself building Kirkland for quite a while and then RD homes uh, sometime too. So we do try to do our best to work. Hmm. Yeah, it looks like Mr. Chopper, looks like your screen is frozen. We, uh, there you are. Okay. You just got back. That's yeah, okay. You didn't hear your last minute there. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was just you know we we know how serious it is, uh, and take it, take. Shoot, just lost you again. <laughs> yeah, lost there you we again. go. It's very odd. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Um, so the last thing is you know we we work with city of Kirkland quite a bit and closely. We it's uh our home so to speak. We don't we like to stay here uh, and know how serious illicit discharges is and try to be respectful of that and cautious of it all times. So uh, going forward, 
making sure we're taking better steps, but that's where my asking for some leniency comes in and maybe a little deduction or something. Okay. And Ms. Settlesack, a question for you, if I, to confirm my understanding, I, I believe that, that um, the fine for this violation is essentially split up amongst the parties. And if there was just one responsible party, they would pay the entire fine instead of just paying a third of it. Is that what's going on here? Correct. Yes. So the fine was issued. Um, that's the, the amount that was listed on the um, enforcement matrix. And since there were third par three parties, it was split three ways. Yeah. The fine for quick and easy was waived. And so the the other two parts of that fine were issued to Artie Holmes and Mr. Hunt. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So if we had a party that was saying, no, it was all my fault, nobody else's fault, then technically they would have to pay the entire fine themselves then instead of it would it would be either. more of it would be between the parties, right? It yeah, wouldn't be anything. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Although, yeah, in, th in this case, since the uh, notice said that the fine was a third each, I can't, I don't think I can increase it in a particular way, but the, um, certainly if, if, uh, if Mr. Topper wanted to pay Mr. Twong's portion of it, that's, as you said, between the parties and they could Correct. that out, but, um, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, let me take a look at this. I mean, it doesn't look like anyone's really contesting the violation. So the violation is there and the, the city's regulations on how to allocate fines are, Fairly straightforward as well, but I'll, I'll take the uh, you know request for leniency under consideration. See what I can what I can do there. I, I recognize these are first time violations, although I think that was already kind of factored into the matrix to a certain extent anyway. So um, uh, yeah, I mean the city's regulations are so specific that it doesn't really give me a lot of uh, flexibility in in, in uh, modifying the the fine amounts. But I'll I'll see what's in there, and I'll get that decision out within the next uh, couple of weeks. So thank you. Oh, sorry. One last thing I would just like to point out is that um, the we are regulated with regard to some of these things by Department of Ecology because we are on the lake. Right. <clears throat> so um, our illicit discharge program, the program that Ryan Marie oversees, um, is very specific on these things. And and while I understand the the ask for leniency, and I understand that not being previous. Um, it we did with the matrix being able to split it out and then also going through the matrix and not, you know, we took in factors that for that. That's why the fine wasn't as high as it could be mm -hmm. for that. So I just want to point that out that we're not in any way, shape, or form attempting to be punitive at all. We're following code based on, you know, an incident that took place. Right. And as you said, that comes actually from the Department of Ecology, ultimately, and, and they, they from uh, the Federal Clean Water Act. So it's, uh, right. you know, yeah, kind of uh, city's hands are tied to a large extent here. So, but um, as I yeah. said, yeah. Oh, sorry. Is there someone? Somebody? That was me. And I wanted to follow up um, what Shannon said. Thank you for pointing that out is I absolutely understand um, this may be a first offense, but we spent a lot of time with putting the language in the plans and in the standard notes that are issued to um, who gets the permit. So um, it's very, we try to get the education on all of the construction information. So it's very well aware um, that language is, it's not specific to city of Kirkland. And this goes on to what Shannon was saying. It is coming straight from the Department of Ecology, the permit that the city has with the Department of Ecology. So it's not that the city's being very specific. We are following our state permit and um, we are in violation with our permit with the amount, with the oil and the sediment that was flowing into that storm drain. So um, I just want to follow up again. This is we are following code. 
um, and permits. We were in violation of a permit because the material that went into our storm system. Right. Understood. Yeah. Yeah. And the language was put in bright red on the plans and everything. It was wasn't hidden. I certainly see that. So um, anyway, yeah, good points. Uh, like I said, I, I think I am pretty, um, you know, there, there isn't much room for me to do much on this, but I'll, I'll just look and make sure and then I'll get that decision out. So I appreciate all your comments and participation and we're adjourned for this morning. Then. Oh, there we oh. that, that, sorry, I, I was trying, I guess I cut out again. I had one quick uh, thing for the rating on the fines. I see there it was a rating of a five to six, which equated the $2,500 fine um, for the total points or penalty points rating and for corresponding surface water fines. Uh, and I'm just curious what, uh, how that's calculated with the difference between a one to two, three to four, five to six. Yeah, Ms. Ledgeck, I'll let you answer that. I, I think that's from the matrix right above it. You can explain it though. Oh, actually I'll, I'll let um, Ms. Tomisto oh, sure. okay. explain that. It's her program, yeah. Okay. Just to make sure I'm clear on your question, you want to know how the total point value came to five? Am yeah, I just like, I don't know if you see that. Yeah, I can. Yeah. Absolutely. Do you have the, the first page of that where it has the matrix and it explains how the point values were determined? Oh, thank gotcha. you, Shannon. That's okay. how the, and if you look in the Kirkland Municipal Code 1.12200, um, it gives for some guidance for how those point values were assessed for no, possibly, possibly, and definitely. So that's where that came from. Thank you. Well, thank you very much. Of course. Okay. Anything else before we wrap up? Okay. Well, thank you again. So like I said, we'll get that decision out soon. And uh, yeah, have a good rest of the day. We're adjourned. Thank you. Thank you.